What happens when the right people connect? At MITRE, breakthrough technology advances, people fulfill their passions, diversity fuels innovation, and our way of life thrives. From health to transportation and global security, cyber and AI, to space and back again, there's no higher calling than making the world a safer place. Let's connect at MITRE.org careers. That's M-I-T-R-E dot slash careers. Hi, girl. Hello. Long time no see. I forgot yeah, what you I look know. like. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to Tea Talks with... Yosha. And... Irina. <laughs> we decided to do another impromptu uh, bonus episode because... With all this sitting at home, um, we both have been experiencing a lot of um, how to deal with kids. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about how to deal with kids with behavioral issues without being too emotionally involved. And all of that came up because of some the exchange of experiences that Miosha and I both have been having. Uh, hers are not so directly, mine are obviously directly and indirectly. So we want to uh, impart our experiences and uh, in hopes that it can help someone else apply some of the, some of the, what do you want to call them? Nice. Methods. <laughs> <laughs> we are using sometimes words don't come to me as quickly as I need them so basically first thing we're realizing that any behavioral issue for the most part starts with the parenting you know we can sit there and blame the kids until we're blue in our face but really we are the focal point and we're the ones who present the example of what the kids look up to. It's not what we say, it's what we do. And they observe a lot more than we give them credit for. Wouldn't you agree? Yep, they do. So um, right now I know it's really tough for a lot of parents to be in close quarters with their kids for basically all of the time. And that adds a lot of stress. So how do you turn that stress into something constructive and more useful? How do you not clash all the time, right? Because it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen regardless, especially if you're used to not having to be confronted with each other, you know, children and parents. So um, I guess give me some of your, Give me what you've been experiencing lately in a nutshell. Like, what is it that you've come across and want to talk about? And then I can add to it or whatever. Well, I think, I mean, I don't have kids, but my, I, I'm an auntie. Really? <laughs> Those that don't know, I'm an auntie. Um, and so, you know, the kids are definitely much older. And, you know, they call me from time to time. And as of recently, since of, you know, this, this, kind of this break that we've been on they've been calling me for advice and like things like that and then you know I've been I've been noticing a lot of the uh, their behavior uh, uh, it's just it's not they've been having some behavior issues put it that way and like you know 
And my sister, who's kind of asked me for advice, like, what, you know, what should I do? And I'm just saying, you know, what, from, from my standpoint, what I'm giving her, my advice from what I see, because obviously I have no right to tell her what to do. She's the parent at the end of the day. Of course. But um, yeah, I mean, so, so that's what I'm dealing with, figuring out how to like do that as an aunt, you know, but obviously that's just my only issue. I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't end it without actually shutting them off away from me, you know, like. Right. For advice. What would you say as far as like as a parent, you know, how would you go about that? I don't know. Well, as far as if you're asking how to address the issues as an auntie, yeah, yeah. I think you definitely have your own boundaries than, you know, their own parents would, whether it right. be a mom or another parent figure in their lives. I don't know. But um, you as an auntie, the only responsibility you have is try and build rapport with them as far as you know, obviously if they call you, they trust you. And so I know that you and I have been talking about it. You don't want to break their trust. You kind of want to keep the lines of communication open in order to help facilitate that kind of link to where hopefully that the seeds that you are planting in their minds will take root. Um, I would say, first of all, don't take things personally. You know, as far as like, because you get very concerned and you begin to worry and you get overwhelmed, like, well, you know, there's only so much I can do. And what do I do beyond that? Well, you, first of all, it's out of your hands. There's nothing you can do beyond that which you can give them. Meaning, you know, if you can just be there for them and be the listening ear that you've been and give them the advice that you have, that's really a lot more than than if you were to try to take on the parenting role so to speak mm -hmm. because as soon as you step over a certain boundary you know it's like they may just stop receiving you altogether because they're like oh no 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 we already have one of those we, we don't need you in that same arena you know they may turn a deaf ear real quickly if they feel that you're wanting to fix them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, as far as you are concerned, I think what you're doing is great. The fact that you're giving them time, the fact that you're talking to them and actually giving them personal examples and stories that you share with them like, hey, here's you know how to do this. Here's how I did it. And this is what I achieved. And you know, this is how I achieved it. So you're giving them the real stories that show that mm -hmm. nothing comes without, you know, hard work and struggle. Uh, because I'm sure, you know, you make it look good and they're probably reaching out to you because like, oh, here's this auntie who, you know, makes movies and, you know, it's so glamorous and fun. And so we want to be like her because we don't want to go to school. We don't want to study. We just want to have fun, right? Is there a little bit of that? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I, I, I don't really. Would you say it was like, did, would you say it took them by surprise that when you shared that, hey, everything you do is going to require hard work? Um, I think, you know, the, the oldest that I, the one I was talking to, you know, about that, about, you know, hard work and, 
how even though it might look good, you still have to work for what you, you know, what you like, what I. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I still have to work for what I'm doing. You know, I work hard. And, you know, I told him some stories and examples of, you know, my journey. And he was like, whoa, like he was like, that's crazy. Like that's intense. So hopefully that, that kind of, I think sometimes my approach to, to, to um, giving advice to kids, sometimes I like maybe by like stories seem to help. I think it's great. Um, I don't want to always be like, you know, you should do this because your mom says so, you know, um, I don't think that's always uh, the method to go about it. So I hope. No, I agree. I think that kids learn much better through stories because first of all, it's more interesting when you put it in a perspective of a journey rather than, you know, because I said so. Um, I think we all learn better from stories. I mean, that's why we watch movies and, you know, things like that. But um, I know that they're probably watching their immediate surroundings yes and in their lives that's mostly their mom right yeah I, you know it's funny i haven't really been around so i feel a little bit like like gee, i don't know because i've Out i've actually touch? yeah i've been missing in action i mean literally i mean as of i've i've been so caught up in my world you know, mind you, I haven't seen them in years now. So, um, I mean, Callie in there in uh, Florida, studs far. <laughs> so there's a lot of things that I've been missing out. And so, you know, with this kind of break that we've been on and, and this catch-up, whole catch-up thing that I've been kind of... In. <laughs> it's, it's like, there's a lot that I missed. And there's a lot, they've changed, they're not the same boys I remember, you know, and little girl. Of course. Um, and it's kind of was shocking because it was just so much information that at one time. So I was like, whoa, that's, that's a lot. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really interesting. Right. So it's a process, it's a process to, to, to get all this information to know that they're, um, you know, they're older, they're eight, one's 18, you know, and then there's one 17, I think. And, and then, you know, it's just like, well, you like you missed out on a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, where did the time go? I don't know. I don't know you guys really. I mean, I know you, but I, I was you know, I was talking to him about like when you were, when you were a little kid and you were, you did this and you know I was there, I was there. But um, yeah, so there's there's that. It's actually a very good point you bring up. You know the fact that like I don't know you. It's interesting because if you really think about it now is a perfect time to get to know your kid or whoever you are uh, in close proximity with. Yeah. Yeah. Even I'm saying this because I'm noticing certain things that I'm um, observing lately that 
for example, all this time that we have now, mm -hmm. I am having different conversations with my kids because, you know, for example, my older daughter who's still living with me, you know, she and I would go on walks and I find myself asking her questions about who she is, asking questions about what I didn't know, but everybody assumes that because we're moms, we know our kids throughout. We know everything about them, but that's not really true. Very true. Mm -hmm. Because even we think that we know our kids, it's not until we ask our children questions that we will actually know who they really are. You know, for example, I've never had a conversation with her about what kind of boys she's interested in. Right. It's an obvious topic, right? And anybody would assume if you're a mom and you have a daughter, you know, you know who they like, you know how they feel about a certain type of person, whatnot. That information is assumed. Just because you're a mom, it's kind of, it happens by default, but it's not so. Not every kid is going to come and freely share with you their experiences. Uh, my oldest one, for example, she, she was the type, I didn't need to ask her anything. <laughs> I still don't. It's just like everything, she just, you know, it's like an oh. emotional drama. She just, everything I know about her, I know everything about her. And then there's my second one. She's a lot more private. So I was actually surprised to learn a few things about her because I don't really? necessarily see her talking to boys or anything. So I was curious, like, is it something she does on the down low or is it something that she's just not into yet? But, you know, she talked to me about it and whatever. But my point to this is that it's not as for, you know, for granted as it seems. We cannot take it for granted. So, so what I'm saying is get to know your kids. Ask them questions about their inner world, you know. See what it is you didn't have time for before. Now you have all this time. Engage in conversations, you know. See what they like. See, ask them how they see you as a mom and as a person, for example. Those are interesting questions to me. Yeah. Because I feel like when you engage with them on a human level, putting that they're your daughter or that they're your son aside, and give them the opportunity to speak their mind and to enter their, you know, and ask them to enter their world. It's fascinating how much they really have to offer. If only we give them the opportunity to be that person. But if we just squander them into a box of being our child, well, it's no wonder then A, that they become rebellious. B, they don't want to talk to us. And C, they're just like, okay, you want to keep me in that box? This is the only side you're ever going to see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We have to have, yeah. as parents, we have to have the guts to allow our children to be their, you know, individual selves. But with them, right now, with, with, the risk with that, with that, do you, like you said, one of your, your oldest one, you're very open. She tells you everything, right? Now with that, it's got to be cultivated though. Did you like feel like, okay, this is a little bit too much? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
yes. Yeah. But I'd rather be in shock and know what's going on with my child and then kind of absorb it, you know, process it and take it in because the reality is you're still going, your child is still going to experience things. Your child is still going to have thoughts. Your child is still going to develop desires and whatnot. You're either going to be in the loop or not. And the only way you can be in the loop is because you, you have to allow yourself to be open-minded enough to receive that which you may not agree with, to receive that which you may not feel leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good about. But like it or not, they're still going to take place. You can either be part of it or not. That's really the difference. That's how I see it. I like that. No, you're right. So in my opinion, I'd rather be in the know because then I have the opportunity to tell them, look, this is where you messed up. If I were you, and this is what I would say, if I were you, this is how I would do it. I wouldn't say you were wrong and, you know, pointing the finger. No. Doesn't work. As soon as you say you were wrong, their ears are turned off. They're like, you can speak. Uh, We're just going to look like we're listening. What color is your shirt? You know? Yeah. But if you're talking to them like, look, nothing personal, but give them them, you know, the information to digest, they really do. They may not show it right away, and it does take time, and it is process. Trust me, it's a process. Um, Arduous process. I'm not saying it's easy. But it pays off. Yeah, And I think our job as a parent is to not only teach by words, but teach by our actions. Very true. It's, it's, it's funny because I'm listening to this um, psychologist, uh, Michael Lepkowski, the one I told you about before. I mm-hmm. love how simply he puts things because he says, and I want to kind of quote him because he said it the best. He says, you know, when you're sitting and telling your kid what's good and what's bad, you know, all they really see is your ripped up uh, button on your shirt because they're like, they tune out. But when you're sitting there and having drinks with your friends and smoking up the joint and, you know, yelling on the phone with somebody else. When you think they're not looking, that's when they're actually observing and listening. What they're taking in is your behavior, what you do, not what you say. So that's why it's so important 
to teach through your own example. So if they're observing you doing certain things that you don't want them to do, well, then it's no wonder that they're going to take in your footsteps. So if we as a parent would remember that and tell ourselves, it's not in, you know, our kids do not learn through what we say. Our kids learn through what we do. So if we take the responsibility for our own actions and keep ourselves in check, that's the majority of the work. Then the kids, you know, at least, at least you're putting your best foot forward in hopes that, you know, you could tell them, look, if nothing I told you, you, you heard, then at least watch me. The, our kids are very smart. They are oh, so yeah. smart. I see, like, our generation of children, they've outgrown us 10 times fold, if you ask me. Yeah, it's a bit scary. Our kids are very smart. We're the one, we're the dumb ones for not giving them enough credit. Thinking yeah. that we can apply the same principles that our parents, who were, mind you, very ill-equipped, have applied on us. So do we want to repeat the same mistakes our parents did with us? Not through their fault of their own. We can either acknowledge it and move on and say, you know what? we can do something differently but doing something differently definitely takes some courage because you're stepping onto new territory and you're that's you know in that unknown that like uncharted waters where it feels very scary but you know i always say i always look at it like this what is more scary my kids ending up like me you know, when they grow up, meaning, you know, they have to like unlearn everything that I've learned and start anew, so to speak. What's more scary? Or try something different and see if, you know, you may have stumbled on something really cool and interesting. That's kind of what I chose. I'm like, you know what? If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten, right? I don't want to get what I've always gotten. I want to get something much better. And, you know, that's, that's my approach. What a, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a lot of information. <laughs> so well, thank you. It's, it's it is. And I hope this helps in parents out there. And, and also, we you know, not my sister, not only just her, but I think there's so many women around the world that are, you know, dealing with the same situation and not only just her, but even in my shoes, like people that are just like, how do you, you know, how do you do this thing? Um, so this, thank you for that. That's, that's really good. Also, just another question that I've, because I know you're a parent and you, you have kids, you know, this is this quarantine thing that we're in. A lot of, right, because we're in Cali, a lot of people I've been hearing, uh, parents in particularly, they've been saying, you know, it, they're, the kids are not in school, they're home, you know, they're driving them like up the wall and driving them crazy. Like, how do you, how do you as a parent kind of, you know? I think it's, I think it's learning how to not have the pressure to feel that you need to always be right as a parent. Okay. 
like sometimes I'll lose my cool, you know, because we are spending a lot of time together. There's no outlet of any kind. But what I do is I'll take the time, I'll kind of, you know, gather myself. And then I'm not afraid to go up to my kids and say, look, the way I reacted was not cool. I know I teach you guys not to do it and I did it myself. So I apologize for that. I'm just being straight up about it. I'm not afraid to apologize to my kids. I'm not afraid to tell them when I messed up. I tell them, look, I'm human. I want to be a better parent. I need your help for me to be that parent. So if I give them the same respect and acknowledgement as a human being that they are before they're my kids, it goes much further than me trying to, you know, do this and use my finger. So that's how I deal with it. And it quickly diffuses the situation. You know, we talk about it. It's like, how can we do this to where everyone is feeling better? Everyone's happy. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain situations where I put my foot down and I'm like, because I said so, end of conversation. I'm the parent. I'm going to decide what's best for you. There are those instances. It just depends. Like, for example, when it comes to, you know, spending time on their devices. I'm, I'm recording. You know? That's when I'll be like, uh-uh, this is not up for discussion. I'm the parent. I know what's best for you. You do what I said, period. Right. But things right. like, you know, your everyday activities or how you relate to each other. And because we all have feelings and emotions, I allow my kids to process them. I don't want them suppressing anything. Right. But it has to start I have to be the example. If I expect something of my children, I have to be able to demonstrate the same things. Right. Otherwise, that's just why. I got to teach yeah. them what it is that I want them to learn from me. Choose a subject. Hey, Dominic, can you give it a few seconds? I'm wrapping up. No, I know no, you're doing. Okay, well. I'm recording, so I need you to not make sounds. Thank you. So, I don't know. Does that answer your question? No, it does. It definitely does. It definitely does. I think, I think you're right. It goes, it goes for, you know, like you have to give the kid their space to process it. And, and also, it does to work together. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a two-way street because it's like you can't just be so, you know, hard on the kid and expect them to, like, know you know, what you're trying to say, I think sometimes it's different. Sometimes you got to have that approach, like, hey, listen, this is why. And I mean, I love you, but, you know, right now. So I think it's, and every kid is different. Every kid process information differently. So that, that well, part too. Yes. I have at sense. least three, I have to have at least three different approaches because I have three little humans who operate on their own little systems and I need to be able to have the key to each one. But I'll tell you right. one universal key that works for pretty much most of the kids is the uh, open-minded and compassionate approach. Like, look, I'm human. I know you're human. Let's try and understand each other. Like, it is, I think uh, we as parents, it's our job to find a way to talk to our kids. And each one comes with their own challenges. And trust me, 
I'm still figuring it out too. I'm not saying I have it all figured out, but I keep trying different things. You know, I, I watch my kids. I see what works with them, what doesn't. It's funny because even like watching films or listening to other psychologists and things like that, it helps me figure out, you know, like if I see something in a movie, I'm like, oh my God, this is cool. And, you know, I don't say, oh, just it's only in the movies. I'll actually apply and try something that caught my attention or that resonated with me. I think that's what a lot yeah. of parents don't give um, enough time to is listen to what speaks to you. See what your, you know, what, what your attention, what grabs your attention, because those are your cues. Those are your answers. Like pay attention to it. If you see that, try it. It's not what, it's not an accident that something catches your attention. That's what I'm learning. So paying attention to what it is that kind of stops you in your tracks and then, you know, give it a second thought, like as to why did this information grab my attention? and applying it. It's important to not only know right, something, right. but sense. to apply that knowledge. It says my internet connection is unstable, so I don't know how much. Can you hear me well? Yeah. So anyway, I mean, we can talk about this endlessly. Oh yeah, no, this is great information. Thank you so much. I mean, I mean, the fact that I mean, I don't have kids, but this is great for me to know how to approach uh, the situation with my with my nephew and my niece, um, my nephews and my niece. <laughs> yes. It was only uh, and three boys. <laughs> so um, yeah, this is great information. Thank you. I think this is going to definitely help all of the all of us. And you know, you know, just you know, not just only my situation, but the people, the viewers out there that are going through similar situations, or you know, because we're all in this together. Hashtag we're all in this together. That's right. I am going to tell you something, tell you something though. Don't underestimate yeah. your power as an auntie. And I, the reason right. I say this is because I am just now learning how much an auntie is a very, very powerful and strong influence or can be a strong influence in a niece or a nephew's life. Because my daughter, who lives in Colorado now, she spends a lot more time with my sister, who's an auntie to her, and just her feedback that she gives to me, you know, and she talks about how that's kind of like her pseudo mother. Mm -hmm. And she is basically giving her the support that I would had I been next to her out there. I mean, granted, you're not in the same state with your niece and nephews, but what I'm saying is... Right. Don't underestimate the power of your support. It means a huge deal to them. So even if the fact that you're giving them time over the phone, they're going to remember that. So don't feel like you're not significant in their lives or what you're doing is not significant or that's not going to leave an impact. It will. It does. Just don't stop doing that. Definitely not. Definitely. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Poor aunties really and uncles. Good, uh, very helpful information. Yeah. Shout out to aunties and uncles. Yeah. They deserve respect. We salute you. <laughs> anyway, that's that's our spiel for today, you guys. We hope that helps. Uh, gives you some insights, maybe. Um, ask us questions. So we're here for you, especially now. Um, 
Um, we'll be happy to talk about if something particular comes to mind, uh, maybe give you some resources. Uh, feel free to reach out. And remember, in our world, it really does get better. So the better it gets, the better it the gets. The better it gets. She fell asleep. <laughs> she fell asleep. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? All right, yeah, she's still there. Are you still recording? Yes. I. It's lagging, that's why it's... I know, I know. But thank you, Zoom, for your facilitating of this meeting. We will talk to you guys later. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Leftovers. Or... Ch -ch 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 the DMV. Number 97. Or... House cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.